My name is Rick Smooth, and I am here to do another episode of the good old-fashioned Philly Wrestling Podcast. Uh, something I want to talk about real quick here is the difference between Generation X, Generation Y, and the Millennials, because I don't really appreciate, as somebody who is a little brother to Generation X, to be uh, placed into the Millennial category. I don't want anything to do with it, and I want to actually talk about that in this episode a lot, because born in 1984, alright, I'm definitely not Generation X, but I'm experiencing the entertainment of Generation X, whether it be through MTV, whether it be through professional wrestling, uh, whether it be through, um, you know, the music scene, you know, we, we lived through Generation X very, very much so, where it had a huge impact on us, and, um, being born in 84 was interesting because we caught the late 80s of pro wrestling, uh, we caught the late 80s of hip-hop, and we also caught the late 80s of movies, like Stand By Me and The Goonies and shit like that. Like These are all gigantic parts of our childhood, and then the turn of the uh, decade um, in the 90s, we also saw how the, the 80s culture was still kind of hanging around and crossing over into the 90s and uh we saw that from 91 till about 94 uh i would say that when grunge music started to really take over uh not just grunge music but even like the alternative rock stuff like the grunge stuff was earlier like you know what i mean it was taken over in like 91 92 but then when the alternative rock stuff started coming out like offspring and green day um, we saw an, another change, and I would say that that was around the time that it started to show not only in pro wrestling, but hip-hop had crossed over from, like, let's say, late 89 to, um, you know, 94. There was definitely a, more of a hardcore change with hip-hop as well when it came to gangster rap. And, you know, I would say, you know, Death Row Records had a big part in that, and I would say that, you know, that change really kind of... You could tell the difference between what what was going on with Ruthless and then what was going on with Death Row. Uh, that was a big a big turn in the '90s. So, um, you know, Generation Y got to see all this stuff, and then I would say like a couple of the the big moments that happened uh, while we were growing up that are very important to not only remember but to think about uh, and, and to figure out what to do about as far as just untangling from this gigantic entertainment thing that we were all a part of growing up and uh you know like remember just how back in the day we had so many commercials like uh commercials were just everywhere like commercials for movies and you'd go down to the movie store and you know what you want it was just it was just a lot more vibrant of a time um then like when Tupac died that was a real big thing and that was crazy to see his, uh, you know, his afterlife as far as the music goes, uh, you know, the legacy that he left behind, because that's when it really started to happen, was, uh, you know, late 96, he died, he died in September, so October, November, December, January, February, that was all, you know, Tupac, you know, all over the place when it came to MTV music videos, when it came to just being remembered and being honored. Um, and his record sales went through the fucking roof around that time. So um, then around that time also, ECW was picking up late 96. Um, 
early 97, they were getting on to their pay-per-view, their very first pay-per-view, Barely Legal, and um, th there was a new form of entertainment that was coming out around that time through ECW, which was, uh, you know, mashing up the, the, the old wrestling with the hardcore style wrestling and having it blend in a new way, which, you know, represented the 90s really well. Whether it be, uh, you know, back in the 90s, I remember hardcore porn was getting exposure like the way real movies did. Um, you know, so that was like a, one of those things that was happening and ECW was a part of. And then you had, you know, cats like New Jack with the gangster rap shit, you know, you know, repping Tupac shirts and shit like that. And uh, No Limit. So, um, there was just a lot, there was just a lot of stuff that was coming in. You know, you had like the... The, the dancers like Kimono Wanalea or whatever, you know, like doing a strip club thing at, uh, you know, a wrestling show. Um, you were able to really pull off things entertainment-wise that you couldn't pull off necessarily before in the same kind of way. Um, yeah, there was, there was that element before it, but it wasn't as obvious. So it, it was it was just a, a new time for art back then. Uh, I would say that one of the highlights of Generation Y, growing up, be, being somebody who's from the Generation Y, the little brothers of Generation X, I would say that Vince McMahon comeback, when he started to really come back in WWE with The Rock and Stone Cold and that whole thing, the way that that all happened... I would say the highlight of all that was WrestleMania 15 in Philadelphia. Um, Hip-hop had already kind of played itself out a little bit. Like, Big Pun was there, and we were excited to see him at, at the, uh, the pre-party the night before. Um, but there was, there, was, there was too much lost in the hip-hop world at that time, and uh, people were, were getting turned off of that stuff. So hip-hop had already started to fizzle out, even though there was still stuff going on and shit. Um, but wrestling, wrestling plateaued at that moment. WrestleMania 15, and uh, it, it was an East Coast thing. Uh, it was in motion for a long time, and I think that Vince just really hit it out of the park with that. And um, I would say that, like, seeing that live and then seeing it on VHS is the best way to watch that. It's probably, you know, it's definitely on the network. Uh, streaming's not my thing. And I have to admit that uh, with wrestling, it's cool because it's, it just makes it kind of convenient instead of like fast forwarding and, and rewinding all the tapes. But just seeing the warmth of those old tapes on a VHS thing, it's like seeing like the greatest. It, it, it's like being able to see like why our civilization at that time was so great. And um, I think that that's one of the more important things to get back to for pro wrestling is VHS and a, a new form of that, but not in. Um, uh, not in a techno technological way that is not friendly to the vibrancy and organicness of pro wrestling. Um, now, also being that, you know, this is a Generation Y conversation here, um, ECW near the end, uh, it, it had lost a lot of its guys and, and it was still going on. One thing that I would say that was really great about ECW was you could watch the art of it all evolve and devolve but at the same time continue moving through it like i remember seeing mike awesome's whole run 
uh, as ECW champion and all that shit, and that was crazy, man. Um, seeing cats like Kid Cash come in, seeing Danny Doring and Roadkill get so fucking over at like one of the last pay per views and a lot of the house the, the the house shows at the end. Um, we saw that and we saw what was happening with all that and and Danny Doring and Roadkill do get a piece in the history as being over as fucking ECW. Um, and I saw their whole rise with 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 uh, Miss Congeniality, who I was a big fan of, so I, I just wanted to give her a shout out. Um, now, society at that point was also changing, and I think that that was, you know, you know, I, I don't want to say the end of it all, but it was definitely the end of an era, and um, you know, seeing that like movies and music around that time were all kind of going in a different direction. Like for an example, the Backstreet Boys were out at that point, and. Um, you know, that was the beginning of the boy band stuff, which then eventually led into, like, the Katy Perry kind of stuff and shit like that, where, where you know, today's music has just been so um, low vibrational that it just, it doesn't even feel like music anymore. It just feels like you're at the Apple store, and that's bullshit. So, um, with all that being said, um, I remember, like, you know, Eminem and 50 Cent did have, like, you know, a little bit of a resurgence of hip-hop in the 2000s. And, you know, MTV was still around because I remember seeing the Chili Peppers up, up there on, like, 06. Uh, no, before that, like, 04, 05. Like, I remember, by the way, was, like, 02. And then I would see, like, you know, a year later or something, I'd see, like, uh, the Zephyr song video. And I remember seeing, like, 50 Cent in the club and shit like that. So it, there was still shit going on, but it just wasn't the same as it once was at, at that point already. And then um, getting into, like, the 04, 07 era... Uh, you know, that would be, like, you know, what we would call, uh, preserving, you know, preserving what, what you once had kind of thing. I mean, there were some good guys coming through there, and there was some good, great booking going on there by Paul Heyman, um, you know, to get people like Eddie Guerrero over and, and whatever happened with JBL. I mean, that was two of the most, uh, I would say brilliant stuff that had came out of the 0407 era rob van dam is champ too uh just to you know see one of our ecw guys really get there and and uh get a chance with it all was pretty cool um i would say that like a lot of those ecw wrestlers rep the 90s better than anybody and you know i would love to see some of those guys pop up on aew and wwe tv uh, in a new capacity, in a new way, but also honoring that 90s vibe, because, you know, that, that 90s vibe should have just been kept uh, in time with those guys, that would have been the best way to utilize all that, like Vince, if you're out there, or Cody, if you're out there and you hear this, uh, utilize the 90s through the ECW guys, those guys do it better than, than anybody, you know what I mean, so, uh, yeah, so this generation Y conversation is 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 what it is man all right uh I, I i'm not a millennial don't link me in with the millennials i know that you know we have to rewrite history so that this shit goes down properly and i'm willing to do so this is my narrative my name is rick smooth this is the pro wrestling archive saying good night